What up, what up, what up, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Buffalo Binge brought to you by Woodbine Sports Entertainment. I'm your host, AY, and I'm joined by my good fella here, Eric Graham. Yo, how's it going? Good, man. How are you today? I'm great. All right. Got out of work early, you know, Memorial Day weekend coming up. Oh, long weekend. Double plus right there. I like that. Uh, But we're happy to have you join us today as we dive into the Buffalo Bills 2020 schedule. Uh, Could this be another 10-1 season? Maybe. What do you think? Hell yeah. You think so? I'm going for 12. We're going for 12 wins. I'm just I'm just talking, though. (laughs) All right. I don't know. We'll get it. We'll get into it here. We we will. So let's let's actually dive right in. Uh, We got the Jets week one home game. How do do you feel? That's a big game to open the season with. I mean, the Jets last year, it seemed like they were on par with the Bills with what they were trying to do. And there were very there was a lot of different, I don't know. There's a lot of similarities between the two teams. And yeah, I remember you saying in one of our other segments for Woodbine sports that you thought that they were kind of in the same place coming out of the preseason, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Le'Veon Bell, you know, the jets were ready to do something. So is is that what you're trying to get at? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I know that they had a down year last year because Darnold was out for most of the season with mono. Yeah. Ooh. Mono. Maybe it was the early <laughs> Rona boys. Mm. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm making a while laugh already. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I see this as a, as a win. Week one. Week one. Right off the win? bat. Yeah, I definitely agree, though. I think this is a, a statement game to the AFC East. I mean, two division rivals, coaches that are out to prove something this year. Adam Gase has to show that he can win with Sam Darnold, so they need to start off just as hot as the Bills to make their impression. As now that Tom Brady's gone, so well. Speaking of Brady being gone, like now that Brady's gone, it opens up the whole division. And I know that as Bills fans, we think we're winning this division, but I know right. I'm sure the Jets fans are thinking the same thing. Like, oh, Brady's yep. gone, we got it now. Yeah, the Bills are shit, or uh, the Dolphins are like, oh, we got Tua now. Tua's going to be the next Brady. Yep, yep. So I mean. Division rival must win, in my opinion. We got to win it at home. Uh, the fans are going to be crazy. I'm hopeful that we're going to be allowed to be in the stadium. Uh, that's just that's just what I want, so I'm going to hope for it. Uh, but I definitely think this is a win, though, given the fact that it is a home game, first game of the season, and the Bills have to make a statement. Yeah, I just I, I'm excited to see what we can do this year. And I starting the year off with an AFC East rival, it, it gets me all excited. Man. Oh yeah. I get so excited about these games against the AFC East, and, yep. and especially with it being a home opener, that place is going to be bumping if we're allowed in there. Yep. I know the Mafia always represents. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No matter where we go, we're there. But yeah. that takes us right into week two here. We got the Dolphins. Yeah, Jets, away. Dolphins. Dolphins away. Two division games in a row. Uh, that could really set the tone for the East, for the Bills, if they can turn this out into a 2-0 and start. I think we can, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Dolphins, though, they, they went out. They got a good defense. They're not going to be an easy win this year, I don't think. Uh, we're going to have to be on our A game. Flores is just as um, hard on his players with, you know, playoff caliber type people trying to teach them the right way, good culture, everything coming from New England. So they're going to be fundamentally sound, I think. They're going to be a good football team this year. But that all depends on their quarterback play. You know, they're going to be sitting on Tua. So they're, they're already saying they're going to start fits. And we already know how Fitz can play. The Mafia knows Fitz very well. Well, I mean, it's hard. It's it's going to be a difficult game. Uh, the Dolphins had the, all those draft picks this year, so mm-hmm. I, 
not knowing how all of them are going to come out, it, they did have a lot of draft capital early in the draft. And, yeah. And yep. Like we were saying in our other podcast, we think this is the deepest draft that's ever happened. So, oh, yeah. yep. Like it's almost impossible to miss on a guy in this draft. If we th- like, yeah. In our eyes, it's almost impossible to miss on a guy in that draft. Right. So, the Dolphins are going to be bringing in some good, like some really good talent. And it's it's gonna. The East isn't going to be easy to take. No, people are hungry. Every team in this division is hungry, but the Bills, I think, are just more well rounded to take over. But I mean, another plus side coming into this game since Sean McDermott took office and McBean took office, the Bills are four and one. Brandon Bean, yeah, not McBean. Oh, yeah, McBean. McDermott you, you said Sean and McDermott and then oh, yeah. Brandon McBean yeah, yeah. is just Brandon Beam, bro. Oh, man. All right. Call the man by his well, name. Anyway. He is, dude. Okay. So I know that we're we're going through the Bills schedule, but yep. I just want to give a quick shout out to Brandon Bean since yeah. we're talking about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy has been going door to door, right? Giving supplies to people yep. in, in the Buffalo area. And that's huge, man. This guy is, is the real deal. Dude. He's the full package. Same with McDermott. Same with what they're doing here. So. Being a Bills fan and just wanting to like get over the hump every year, yep, is almost second to me to like the family feel that the Bills organization gives you. Yeah, like you feel like part of the Bills family when right. they like when they talk on the rate, like when guys are talking on the radio or when they're doing the the post game speeches and the right. post game reports and and. Like Sean McDermott's up there at the podium, or Brandon. Bean. Every time Brandon Bean opens his mouth at the podium, yeah, it's always about the fans. Yeah, seriously. And, and I and I love that dude. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, like being a, a diehard Bills fan since yeah. as long as I can remember. Like this guy coming in here is is he he has changed. Like we already had camaraderie. That, we already had that love for this team and diehardness, but this guy makes it so it's. I love this team yep. with everything I got, and I will always love this team with everything I got. Yeah, I, I love it. I love what they've done since they've arrived, and I, I've i always talked highly of Bean. I agree, man. I, I love what they're doing here. Yeah, but and yeah. I mean, I, I know we can't say the same about the Sabres organization. Right. I, I know that I'm I'm a huge Sabres fan. I know that you, you love hockey. You're right. And uh, I just wish the Pagulas could find that with the Sabres organization because I know that the Buffalo Sabres fans are the same way. They, they are. love that team. Right. And they hate to see that team just never make the play. Like, the, like to start out so hot every year. Right. And then die out. Just And then not even die out. Just come nowhere near almost to the bottom of the league when you're right. at the top of the league in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So. Right. And it's, it's when you got players like Jack Eichel, too, you know, you just hope you could do something with him while he's here because. Man, I mean, the guy's in his prime, man. He's generational, I think. You know, him and no. McDavid, bro, they're something else, dude. Well, they came out of the same draft. They were one and two. Right. That's what I mean. Like, so, those guys, whew, surefire as soon as they stepped into the league. Yeah. I just, I feel like they've wasted all this time with Eichel, and they really need to get a second-line center. And then you get, like, the thing that bothers me the most about the Sabres, and I know we're getting real off topic. Yeah. But... That Ryan O'Reilly trade made Jason Botterill look like a total idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Like we, the guy went on to win the Stanley cup. Yeah. And win the MVP for the playoffs. Like, right. And you just traded that guy for a first round pick and a guy that played in the AHL all year this year. (laughs) Yeah. All right. 
But we got we to gotta stop talking hockey. Can't, yeah. We're disturbing the peace here. <laughs> but no, getting back into the Bills schedule, week three, we're home at the Rams. How do you how do you see this one playing out? You think we can come away with the W here? I think we can because the Rams lost Gurley, but that's really and, and Cooks. Yeah, and, and th- those guys are are very very dynamic. The only the only thing is you can't really count Sean McVay out as a head coach, right? And, and the guy is he's got a, fo- a photographic memory. Yep, remembers everything, and he's a great coach. And the, yep. they're they're a very well coached team, and they do have playmakers. I got Aaron Donald. They yep. got Robert Woods. They got Jared Goff, who he might take another step forward this year. Yep. Um, it's if we're counting wins and losses. Yeah. As it stands right now, I'm counting this as a loss. Really? Yeah. See, I, I'm counting this as a win. I think the Bills are set up defensively to match up with just about every team in the league. Oh, I agree. They've got size and speed in the positions that they need to be yep. versatile in. So I, I think that they can match up well. It's just going to be the game plan at that point. Uh, the last time these guys played was 2016. So Sean McDermott hasn't even played these guys yet. So this is going to be the first matchup between McVay McDermott. I'm interested to see that. I want to know what our defense can do against a power offense like that out in the West. So, See, I'm actually more concerned about the Rams' D than their offense. I'm not. I'm not worried about the D. Just because when we're home, there's just a different element. The The players catch the vibe from the fans, and it, it's electrifying in that stadium. Like that man. Bengals game last yeah. year that we went to? Dude, oh, that was awesome. Dawson Knox, dude. You're a dog, dude. Yo, Dawson Knox. <laughs> Good stuff, dude. When you ran through that guy? <laughs> we were right we, there. We were, we were right. We were literally right there. Yeah, we, we were, that <laughs> happened right in front of us. We went insane. Yeah, that was awesome. Dude, so I was ready to charge the field and just give you a big hug. I'll be honest. Like, I just wanted to be like, yo, you're the man. This guy would have decked him. <laughs> but yeah. I would have got to me first. I'm um, also interested to see Robert Woods back in Buffalo for the first time since being a free agent. You know, I want to know. If we can shut him down, he's been a pretty consistent receiver over the years since he uh, <coughs> left Buffalo. Honestly, he's he's actually had a very nice career. <laughs> he since really he left, has since man. he left Buffalo. That's and, what I mean. and, and you know what? Yeah, Robert Woods was a class act the he whole was. time he was in Buffalo. Yep, I was super disappointed when he when he left in free yeah, agency. It, it wasn't even really his fault. Like he just, mm-hmm. I mean, you go where the money is, right? And that's kind of how like <laughs> that's how it works. It's not so much uh, like Jordan Phillips. He loves Buffalo. Yeah, but we, but we lost him in free agency this year. He wanted to come back, right? But he also wanted money, exactly. And when you're paying agents and you're you're paying managers and you're paying for your family to live, and it, it it's a tougher decision than people like. I know that us as Bills fans, like we're real sad whenever a player leaves, and we actually get irritated some of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with with that player for not staying for less money, and it like. Everybody's just got to remember it's just a business. It's a business decision, man. Yeah. You got to you got to do, do what you got to do, man. It's, and- at some point in this sport, especially you know with the fact that you can get severely injured or something, you really do need to take care of yourself at some point in this game and well, make a selfish. Decision. When we were kids, we had the, that guy that almost died on the field, uh, right. Everett. Uh, yeah, Kevin Everett was that it? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I, don't I just know. remember his last name because I remember watch like watching the game yeah. and being like, "Oh my god, that guy's dead!" Right, and then he was almost paralyzed, and that's like. That's so sad, but that could happen in almost any play. That was crazy, dude, because we were watching that. I remember being with you watching that, actually. Yeah, we were just kids at the time, too. Yep. That's that's just, it's it's a dangerous game, and, like, these guys got to go where the money is, and they got to be able to pay for medical expenses in case of 
a, yep. a serious injury or emergency. Kevin Everett, that is his name. Yeah. Kevin Everett. Well, all right, but I mean, yeah, back back to the Rams. It's going to be our first West Coast team of the year, so we got to make a statement to our future opponents in the season. You know that we're not here to mess around. We can shut down a passing offense. We can shut down the running offense, and you know, show that side of the country what to expect when Buffalo comes knocking. Yeah. So uh, bringing us into Week Four, we got the Raiders. Yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. So honestly, this is my. This is the first game I think that we have potential to lose the most. Okay, so that's interesting because I actually think week one is the, the the first game that we have the potential to lose the most. I think that this is a win. Okay, I, the only reason why I say this, and I know the Rams come in with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, but like Graham stated, they don't have Todd Gurley. This Raiders team right now, after this draft, they went all speed on offense. They already had... Tyrell Williams. Yep. They got Josh Jacobs. They got Henry Ruggs. They got Josh Jacobs. They got Hunter Renfro, who they said third in Renfro last year because he caught everything on third down. I mean, John Gruden, I think, has his offense right now. He has his. Yeah. He has the place. Yeah. They got Marcus Mariota and Derek Carr. Um, I think John Gruden's got the formula in place here for what he needs in his offense to be dominant. And. The only thing I think that's going to bother this team is exactly what you stated. They picked up Mariota. I don't know if this quarterback competition is going to, you know, cause a ripple effect amongst this team. But if it doesn't, and these guys, I this team's dangerous. They're fast, man. They are very fast. They can spread it out. And then Josh Jacobs is a bell back that can just run right up the middle. So this is why I think that it's not going to be so much of an issue. I think a lot of these guys are going to fall into that that whole Vegas mentality like yo i'm in vegas yeah it's another good point man. i'm I'm gonna go out every night i'm gonna party i'm gonna have a great time and yep. and i'm young henry ruggs like i don't know henry ruggs personally or it's anything. gonna be a big moment so for him, though. yeah but Whoa. like it's gonna be definitely something they have to adapt to like but but you like you know we're fucking like we're young yeah and if I was in Vegas and I was a player in the NFL and I had all this money in yeah. my hands, oh my god, I'd be gambling, I'd be, I'd be yep. drinking, I'd be, <laughs> be going to shows, staying yep. out to all hours in the night, and like just living an amazing life. But yeah. like, yeah, I th- I think that honestly, I think that's going to have an effect on on, on some of these team. players for sure. Well, I'm sure some of them will go through it, but hopefully, most of them can make the right decision and understand that they've got a really good opportunity with what they're doing, you know. But yeah, I, I definitely think this is a sleeper loss for us. But I do think we will win as long as we show up. I think we have potential to win every game, honestly. I, I just think we're set up to match up well with every team. And I I we, agree. We have more of a winning percentage going into every game this year than we did last year, I think. Um, so you counting that for a win or a loss? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count this as a win. I'm just saying this is my biggest sleeper loss on the schedule. So I'm saying after four weeks, we're three and one. So after a quarter of the season, we're three and one, which is... It's, okay. It's good. Okay. Three and one. I, I, I feel like. And you feel like we year, lose to who? The Rams at home? Yeah, the Rams. At home. Yeah. Whew. Sadly. Man, dude, we're. I, Mafia, don't worry. I'm wiping my forehead, too. He's <laughs> making me sweat. <laughs> I mean, we got to be realistic. Like, we're not going to win every, every game. game. You're right. You're right. Okay. So three and one. I will, either, either way, the, they lose to the Raiders. I will say right. that we will be. 
in every single game. It's gonna yeah. come. It's gonna come right down to to the last quarter. Like, it is, and, and like we know how Josh Allen is in that last quarter. He's clutch. So yep, yep. All he needs is opportunities. I I just really want the first quarter of the season. If I'm breaking it down that way, mm-hmm. I want to be at least three and one. Right. Same. I, I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't see us. Being any worse. Being any worse than three and one. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Because either way, they beat the Rams and they lose the Raiders, or they lose the Rams and beat the Raiders, and one yeah. of us is right. So we'll make a bet later. I'll be fucking right. Anyway, uh, so we're back at Tennessee this year. We went to Tennessee last year. That was Duke Williams' big coming out game, I think, with that touchdown. Um, fans went crazy. I remember Brandon Bean was online the other day talking about um, how he was in Tennessee, and he was like, he couldn't tell if it was a home game or not. He thought it was a bowl game. It reminded them of a bowl game because there was just as many Bills fans as there was Titans fans. I think this year is going to be a slightly different story with that. I know that we're. I I know the mafia is going to travel well to that game, yep. just like they did last year. But yep. the, the Titans are. This is a scary game to me because the Titans are well coached. They have Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Their defense is stout, and. Ryan Tannehill's had somewhat of a resurgence there, and it. <clears throat> I think that this is going to be our toughest game in the first five games. This this game is always a just a. This is a tough game. Every time we play the Titans, it's a hard hitting, short yardage game. Like well, it's a very defensive. game. Ever since the forward pass, and I will call it a forward pass because <laughs> that's what I believe. Yeah. In that playoff game back in uh, two thousand ninety nine. 2000 yeah i don't remember i can't remember if it was 2099 and don't don't hate me because i was just a little boy (laughs) i don't i i don't remember the game but i've 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 seen highlights and that's definitely a forward pass but ever since that game the titans have been 2000 i was right 2000 2000 but i mean this this game is always defensive mike vrabel sean mcdermott they they both have great defensive schemes. And like you said, I think Derrick Henry is definitely going to be the. Well, he's he's the guy. In he's going to be. Yeah, but he's going to be the reason why we lose. I think. So if you're we, saying we lose this. Game. If we were to lose, it's Derrick Henry who beats us, because the only reason why I say that I'm. And we'll get into it later about like who we think the most important position is and stuff. But I'm very concerned about the type of production and style of player we're going to have in the right outside linebacker position this year. Lorenzo Alexander was... Did you see what he said? I did. He might come back in the playoffs if the Bills come calling. No, he said if they need him at all, really come calling. Yeah, he said if they need me, I'll come back. <laughs> Lorenzo. I just want to say, Lorenzo Alexander, if you're out there and somehow you this podcast finds you, Thank you for all you've done for the city of Buffalo. Yeah, I know that man, you had. Dude. I know that you had a short tenure here. Yep. But man, you made an impression, dude. Yeah, you know, like everything you did for the community and everything you did on the field. Like there is not a more stand-up guy in the last five years of, of the Bills, and I mean, other than maybe Kyle Williams, who, who yep. like. And they both they both left an impression on this organization. I mean, a lot of the players who play with them are definitely carrying on some of their, you know, morals and. Their, I, dude, I really hope so, man. Because yeah. those guys were just yeah. like, you they could, were. You could. They were crucial to the team. They were. Not only that, like you, you felt like if you ran out 
in like if you ran into one of those two in public yeah and and you were like hey man can i get an autograph like you wouldn't feel weird asking them about an autograph yeah. or like a picture yeah and they would just be all about it and then like you feel like you could have a conversation with one of those two guys right. and like i used to listen to the john murphy show mm-hmm. all the time and then fridays with the lowdown i used to get so excited for the lowdown because yep. lorenzo would be telling us all these all these different keys to the game and who we're keying on and what we're doing and i'm like yo i'm paying attention to this this week it's gonna be awesome yep i i I really enjoyed him being here in buffalo he he was a great player great personality and like you said man just overall for the community did he did more than you could ever ask a player to do. well he got his kids into hockey too which is awesome (laughs) yeah it's so cool to me yeah all right so back to the schedule week six we got the chiefs at home this is my this is by far the most exciting game to me of the year uh prime time man we got josh allen against patrick mahomes and i i just i gotta this go to this game, game. Gonna be i gotta insane. go to this game this game's gonna be insane i mean everybody's been talking about the arm strength competition i'm ready to see both these guys ball out against each other because you know underlying they they gotta be like keeping an eye on each other because they're kind of a similar player like they're they're playmakers. Oh, no, definitely. Like they, they, I would I would put them in the same category yeah. of quarterback hundred percent. They scramble, they make they make bad plays look good. Like these are just guys who know how to compete, they know how to play make, and they're good at it. It's like an art to them. So I'm, I'm really I, excited to watch this game. I am super excited also because of Andy Reid and McDermott. Yes. It'll be it'll be mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's the first time that they've matched nope. up against each other. No, it's actually not. wait, 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 wait. Uh the last time they played was twenty seventeen. So uh, this is the first. This it's is the Mc, second time. McDermott's second time since being with the Bills. Yep, and the last time they played, they won sixteen to ten. But the quarterback was Alex Smith. Yeah. So this is going to be the first time McDermott plays uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, like Graham stated, you know, going up against the teacher. The teacher plays the the student. Will the student become the master? Oh boy! <laughs> I'll tell you what. McDermott knows how to wrestle, and Andy Reid looks like he's going to Hawaii every day. So my money's on McDermott, dude. I- this game to me is the most exciting game of the season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This and is... it's going to be a slugfest all the way through. It's going to be their offense against our defense. And I mean, the Chiefs did add a little bit to their defense in the offseason. Yeah. So, but they also got that hell air out of uh, LSU this year, the running back. And we've, we, we've seen the Chiefs with a really good running game. What they can do with, I mean, what they did with Kareem Hunt was crazy. And, and Patrick Mahomes, that season they had, man, they were going off. And so if, if Heller Yeah, but they be, weren't able to replicate that last year. True, exactly. Because, I mean, yeah, Kareem Hunt was just a different style back than the ones they had once he left. But this game's going to be awesome. I, I got to go to this game. I think it's going to be the most exciting game of the year for the Bills. And uh, I, I just hope it plays out exactly how I see it in my head. But going into week seven, I think that the Bills are going to be Five and one. That's how I. That's how I see it, man. The Bills are gonna be five and one going into week seven. I'm gonna say four and two. Four and two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think they lose the Chiefs. I think they lose the Rams. So that that Chiefs game is gonna be awesome. It, I hope it's, it's gonna awesome, be man. I hope it's, it's gonna be great. You got the you got the defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Coming in and and you got to stop them. Yeah. And, and everybody's been talking about how do you stop that offense? Yep think we're gonna do it well i mean last year we showed the league how to stop lamar jackson after that we we actually did kind of stop lamar we did stop lamar jackson from beating us last year and he he was like the main reason why he they were winning games anyway i mean he didn't pass for a lot of yards they ran a bunch they well early in the season he had he had 
good passing numbers. Yeah. But I mean, the Bills, when they came and they played the Bills, I mean, we we handled them pretty good, I think. I, you know, our defense definitely kept them in check. No, that game last year was came right down to the end. Yeah. It came right down to the last drive, and that, that game was very exciting. It was. It was. So I, I think that McDermott is going to be motivated for this game because he's playing Andy Reid, the teacher, uh, and he he's going to want to show Andy Reid that he learned a little something, something when he was underneath his belt. So. Well, also, you want to knock off the Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter if the Chiefs at that point are one and five. Yep. Or... <laughs> six and oh yeah you want it you want to knock them off or is that week six that's week six they play the yeah. Chiefs week so, six. so five you you don't care if they're five and oh or one and, or one and four you don't care you want to knock them off you want to keep them yeah you, you want to prove to them like hey if we meet you in the playoffs yeah which we're gonna this year yep in my eyes we're gonna play them in the playoffs yeah this is gonna be definitely a pivotal game for us week six Chiefs at home. I'm pumped. Everybody should be pumped. It's going to be a great game. Uh, week seven, Jets away. How do you feel about that one? Do you think we're coming away with a win out there? Well, yes. All right. Because we own New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we do. Yet praise New York. Yeah. <laughs> Not praise New York, but Not we own New, New York. York. Yeah. <laughs> we own New York. Yep. There's only one team in New York. Yeah. And it's we own Bills. it. But I think it's it's nice that we'll, we'll be able to get our two matchups against the Jets out of the way before yeah, before halfway through the season. I agree with that. I'm also very excited because at this point in the season, mm-hmm. if we're if we're four and two or five and one, like you're saying, yep. If we win this game, it, you almost have the yep. div- you almost have our division locked up. Yeah, and. You know, especially because you only play one one NFC team in those first seven games, right? So if if you can come like let's say since I'm saying that that's a loss, and then we only lose one other loss to yep. the to so we're four and two, yeah. It, you so, come out five and two, and you yeah, it, and you got five wins in the AFC. Yep, yeah. So also you knock like Graham said, you knock this team right off the schedule early. Uh, you, you hopefully get two wins off of them because then you go into week eight and you got the Patriots first game and that game's home against the Patriots. I'm excited for that game because I'm excited to see what Belichick can do without Brady. Yep. And it, against the Bills. Yeah. Like we'll be able to see what he can do against other teams in the league. Yep. But I want to see what he can do against the Bills because the last couple years, mm-hmm. those have been real tight games. Well, I don't know, but I, I just know that McDermott has never won against the Patriots and since taking over the position. So this is going to be well. A lot of guys didn't win, right? <laughs> well, I know the, that. I know that. But, but I mean, he—that's still a pretty big stat that probably looms in the back of his head. I'm sure he wanted Tom Brady. He wanted to play Tom Brady and beat him. Probably, you know, like that's just how Sean—that's Sean McDermott's like DNA. He wants to face the best. I think that's Brandon Bean's DNA too. Like, yeah. damn, Brady left. I wanted to beat. That I guy. wanted to beat him. You know, yeah. I wanted to prove I could beat him. I but, know Josh Allen was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like, I wanted to take down the goat. Yeah. So. And, I, but like you said to this, the Chiefs game being one of the biggest statement games, I think this is the second biggest statement game then. Uh, but I just want them to completely blow out this team. I don't want them to have no more. I want them to go into this game at home and just show Bill Belichick. And drop a 42 bomb just, on them. Yeah, just yeah. show Bill Belichick that, hey, it was nice when you had Brady, but 
we're here now. It's time to take this yeah, is our it's division. our time. It's this our time. Our time. You're about to watch us for ten years, and you know I I'm so excited for 20 this years. game. Twenty years. Yeah, I'm saying twenty years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just want them to destroy them, man. It, and they got to win it in fashion. They just, you know, let's see a different expression on Bill Belichick's face than just the one he's got all the time. Well, and it's going to be a cold game. It's it's the first of November, mm-hmm. so. Big game here, man. Big game. And that would I, be a fun game to go to. I think I'm going. I'm going to this game. I'm like, I'm not a season ticket holder. I wish I was. You probably should. I'm. Be. I'm, <laughs> I'm highly, highly considering. Yeah, same. If you have any preferences, you know, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know where some good spots are, and you know, maybe we'll look into it. We've always talked about it, but never pulled the trigger. Uh, but huge fans here that would love to probably dive into something like that eventually. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, we're based out of Rochester. Yep. So the bills are i mean they're right down the road yeah take 90 all yep. the way to the state or well for us it's 28 yep but it, it's a, 63 it's, it's 63. always a good time going to bills games and I, i'm definitely looking forward to the season this year i might i might get season tickets. yeah keep an eye out for us at bills games with the tailgate we're gonna be throwing tailgate parties this year for sure yeah so going into the next week we got the seahawks at home back-to-back home games how important is this game to you? This game's pretty important to me just because it's actually the first time McDermott's going to be playing the Seahawks as well. And that that's what I really like about this schedule is that there's going to be some teams this year that McDermott's never played, you know, as the Bills coach. So I'm I'm excited to see what our defense does uh against the, this division in the NFC West because they kind of got different uh styles in that in that division you know the rams west coast seahawks are a ground and pound play action team you know it's just i'm really excited to see how versatile our defense is and this game is going to show us just just how versatile we are so in my eyes how you were saying that first patriots matchup is is another Mm -hmm. like pivotal game Mm -hmm. this one is my second most pivotal game because this team had such a great record last year yeah made it to the playoffs and got deep into the playoffs they got all the way to the nfc uh, championship yep um they are a tough team they are man and russell wilson is is you can never count them out dude so did you see that story about how the the seahawks were going to trade russell wilson to the to the um Browns for the number one overall pick the year that Allen was drafted, and they and were going to take. They were going to take Allen. Is yeah. that true? I never looked. Into I, saw, it. I I didn't look into it, but I, like that's that would have so, been interesting. That man. is very interesting because like, why would you trade Russell Wilson? Well, that tells me that like you're going up against the guy you wanted. Yeah, you wanted him more than Russell Wilson, who has won MVPs. Yeah, <laughs> who has been a Super Bowl. No, he's champion. never won MVP. He's never he had a Super, vote. Sorry, Super Bowl. Yeah, MVP. he's never had a vote for MVP, which is wild. Wild. I mean, Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. I could never imagine wanting to trade Russell Wilson. I mean, they must have really seen something in Josh Allen. You know, that just shows you somebody, another team was willing to take him number one, if that's true. So when we beat the Seahawks this year. Yeah, when we beat them. Yeah. That's going to be great. I just want to sound confident. I don't know if we're going to win or lose that game. It's going to be a tough game. I, You know, I like I said, it, it's going to come down to just how versatile our defense is going in. I think we match up well with every team this year. But you know that that Seahawks front office, if we win that game, they're going to be like, man, we really should have pulled the trigger on that. We should have gotten Allen. Should have done anything we had to do for Allen. Yeah, yeah. So let's hope he goes in there and takes over like he did in Dallas. I like that. That that game, to me. Actually, that's home. 
That's yeah. a home game. Yeah, I told you back to back home games. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's my bad. That's fine. But yeah. I love and that and I, I the other reason that we we definitely can win this game is is coming from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Teams that come from the West to the East have a, a harder time adjusting. Right. Um because of the time difference. It's right. it's easier to go from east to west because you're you're gaining you're gaining time well not gaining time you're, but you're, yeah you're the it moves back four hours so like yeah yeah your schedule isn't as ma- messed up yeah I get it I get it yeah but so what do you think our record is after the Seahawks game uh week nine. Going into week 10, what's our record? I'm going to say going into week 10 that we are 6-3. and 6-3. and three. That's not standing too bad. Uh, best position I think we could be in, 7-2, and two, maybe 8-1. and one. Who knows? But we got the Cardinals away. I, I could see 7-2. and two. Um, And you're, you're, if you're saying we're, we're winning 10 games, that's... I mean, you're on your way at 7-2. Yeah, yeah. You only need three more to get there. Yeah, So definitely. Simple math, ladies and gentlemen. I just think, Simple math. I just think any home game, we just have a higher percentage of winning, no matter who the opponent. It's just a different environment, and everybody knows it. You know, it, it it just brings a different element to the game that translates onto the field. Well, going back to that Chiefs game, yeah, I want Chiefs fans to be like, man, the Bills are better fans. Yeah, the Bills have better fans because <laughs> that's that's been a big debate for a long time is who the best fans are in the NFL, and for some reason it always comes down to the Bills and the Chiefs, and I want it to be definitive. Yeah. We are the best fans in the world. Yeah, <laughs> not just the NFL, the world, <laughs> the, wor- the world. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we got the Cardinals week ten after we face the Seahawks. We're away. That's a W for you. W. Okay. Big fat W. Okay, so even though they got DeAndre Hopkins, you're pretty confident going into that game? Trey White shut down DeAndre Hopkins okay. a couple times. All right, Christian Kirk, no worries. You think Josh? No. How do you think Josh Norman is going to play for us this year? You think he's going to come out and have a pretty good year, solid year? for? I think he's going to have a resurgence Yeah, for sure. I, I think that his time that he spent in Washington was wasted because I don't think that that coaching staff exactly put him in a position – to succeed to, to succeed, his highest they, capacity. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't really fit the scheme well Right, there. yeah. And he's already very familiar with McDermott's scheme and McDermott's game planning, and he's very familiar in that defense. He's already... <laughs> I saw an Instagram post by him the other day where he's like, just had a playoff caliber morning. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. He's not... like I know that there aren't real, like, real team activities going on right now with the coronavirus stuff, and just the fact that he's still like... He's like, hey... Mafia, I'm here and I'm ready to go. And yeah, I want you guys to all in. Yeah, you know? he, he's taking it real seriously. And that's, I, I understand that you're supposed to take it serious. Yeah, that's that's your job. That's the job. But there are guys that have been free agents that won't say anything to fans or say anything to ownership during the offseason. And they'll, they'll just be off social media, period. And for this guy to come out and say something and be like, yeah, I'm excited to be there in Buffalo and be back with Sean McDermott and yeah, back working under Brandon Bean and back like, where it all started for him. Really? You know, like that's where he, that was his coming out party in Carolina under Sean McDermott and yeah. that defense. So I hope we get the best of Josh Norman. I think he's going to play well for us. I, I know that he's older now and that he, he might've lost a step or two, but you know what? You, like the guy was, he, the guy was a shutdown corner. He was considered the best corner in the NFL for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. 
when he signed that huge contract with Washington. So yeah. yeah, I look forward to seeing him on the field for sure. So you think we got to win? So let's just say we're eight and two, or do you want to say we're seven and three? We'll go seven and three. We'll go seven and three uh, going into week 11. Who we got week 11? We got to buy week week 11, which is perfect in my opinion. I absolutely love the layout of our schedule, by the way. I, I think it's in our favor in a lot of big games. Like, uh, So the opponents that we have this year are all going to be real tough, but I love how the schedule is laid out for it. Like you said, I love how it's laid out. So week 11 being a bye. Hopefully by then we're not injury plagued and we're coming out of that by yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know, and 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 ready to go in against the Chargers the next week. Well, even in worst case scenario, let's say we're 6 and 4, you know. Getting yeah. the bye week in week 11 is huge right there. You can get your if you got injured guys, hopefully you'll get some guys after that bye week and everything and Yeah, and you're out. and you're ready for you're ready for, for the, the second half. Yeah, and you're and you're pushing for the playoffs at that point you're in a good position at six and four or even seven and three you're in a great position to get to the playoffs yeah and you know first 10 games of the year you know five home five away that's a good layout in my opinion i think that's a good way to go into the bye week i like that none of that is um like there aren't a lot of back-to-back aways or a lot of like i I do like back-to-back home games yep um that being said there's only one i know that last year we had a lot of different games on the road. Like like we had I know that we had a three game stretch on the road at one point. And then we ended up with like three home games in a row toward the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it was uh I think the Titans game was in that three game stretch and that was th- th- like we this team last year played so well on the road that this year I can't see them not doing the same. Like I, I think that this team on the road is they are mentally prepared by Coach McDermott to play on the road. Mm-hmm. And Leslie Frazier and Brian Dayball, those guys like the okay, so going into that real quick, the coordinators that we have could a hundred percent be better head coaches than some of the head coaches in the league. Oh yeah. I, I love the fact that they made Leslie Frazier assistant head coach. I yeah. mean they just basically showed him that you're just as integral to this team as anything. And that shows you that Sean McDermott is, I mean, Sean McDermott had to be on board with that, you know? Like, yeah. So, cause now Leslie does have a little bit more of a voice, but I mean, if you watch the embedded series, obviously you can see that Leslie gets along with everybody in that building. They all have great camaraderie and they all get along. Well, it's like a family in there. So in, in case you guys don't know that that first episode of bills embedded is out on the internet. So for those of you that don't know, Bill's Embedded is on YouTube again. Um, you can check it out. It's uh, about the draft, and it was an amazing episode, and it brought us all back into football. I know AY, I actually didn't know it was coming out. AY told me when it was coming out, like two minutes before it did. I stopped everything I was doing and watched <laughs> it, and it was it was great. I loved it. Um, yeah. I'm. It definitely it shows you this rookie class that we're bringing in, and it. it gets you real excited because they like it shows you some of their interviews that they had with uh with Brandon Bean and with Brian Dayball and Coach McDermott and Leslie Frazier and it's it is it'll it'll get you super excited about the draft picks that we had this year. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend taking a look at that. That was a great episode. 
Uh, it also shows you how good of an eye Brandon Bean has. I mean, he basically calls out some dude's 40-yard time. But I'm not going to spoil it. I want you guys to watch it. So take a look at that. Uh, so thank you, Buffalo, for bringing us that. Like Graham said, you know, they're really good at making the fans feel like they're a part of something. And that's just another extra thing that they don't have to do that they do. So, you know, thanks to the Bills for doing stuff like that for us. Well, fans. then we've been so desperate for sports stuff yeah. to get with everything that's going on. For yep. them to just come out and like and give us something. Right. You know, it's, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it'll get you excited. Like, not not that I'm not always excited about Bills news, but like it's that extra it's that inside look and it's it makes you feel like you're there and like i'm seeing what they're seeing right now or i had this idea about this guy or maybe i didn't see something about a guy that i was that they saw right and 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 it gives you that deeper look into how the draft process works yep. for a gm and for a coach and for and for these players that are coming out and it's it's the Bills embedded series, in my eyes, is is the last couple of years has been incredible. Yeah, I like it, it. it's been so much fun to watch and to see that, like, basically our own take on Hard Knocks. Yeah, and, and yeah, I yeah. hope that Hard Knocks never shows up. I hope that they just do the embedded. Yeah, and keep it all. Internal. I hope they decline Hard Knocks. We don't yeah. need you. Yeah, we got Bills embedded, baby. Yeah. All right. So week twelve, I'm actually excited for this game. We go up against Anthony Lynn's Chargers, and the past couple of years that the past couple of years, past couple of times we've played them actually have not turned out in our favor by any means. We lost 31 to 20 in 2018 and 37 to 10 in 2017. Uh, and I think that's because Anthony Lynn was making a statement. I don't know. Uh, you know, just a reminder, he used to coach here. He was our defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator. And, uh, you know, the Bills... Wasn't he the the interim head coach? Yes, he was. And the Bills just didn't pick him. They went with Sean McDermott. Uh, he ended up getting a job in the Chargers organization, and he, he's been pretty solid over there. But he's definitely had our number the last couple of matchups we've gone well, against. Well, he's him. also had Phillip Rivers. That's what I was getting at. You know, I'm glad you said that. That's good. Yep. So, he doesn't have Phillip Rivers anymore. Exactly. Who does he have a quarterback? We've got Justin Herbert, just recently drafted and this Ty- year. And Tyrod Taylor. And Tyrod Taylor. So... The Bills know all about Tyrod. So if we go up against Tyrod, I'm confident. And if we go up against Justin Herbert, I'm confident. I think Anthony Lynn is going to kind of be disabled this year without having his quarterback, Phillip Rivers. This is a win to me. Yeah. 100%. This is a win to me, too. So worst case scenario in our eyes, we're seven and four. Best case, we're eight and two or eight and three. three. Yep. And and after week 11. After week 11. So then we, we travel back west. And we go play the 49ers. Yeah. This is going to be. I think we're going to lose this game. This might. This is going to be the most smash mouth football game of the year, I think, right here for us. This is going to be a very hard hitting game, I think, out there. We know Jimmy G. We've played him. Yep. So we know how they operate. We know Kyle Shanahan's offense. Just, I mean, it's dink and dunk, play action, go deep, and rely on the run game. And uh, I think the Bills. They match up well, but this is going to be a tough win. This is going to be a tough win. They they win. match up really well against this team. Yeah, but they they won the NFC last year. Yeah, and they represented the NFC in the Super Bowl, and they played <laughs> really well against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeah. For, for a half of football. Yeah, but I mean, I think this for, is going to be our best defense we face all year. Right yeah, now. yeah, definitely. I mean, the pass rush that this team's going to bring is going to be unreal yeah and having richard sherman on the outside doesn't yep. hurt yep so 
we in order for us to win this game, we got to go in there and be almost perfect, I think. Uh, so my take is we're probably worst case scenario seven and five, best case scenario eight and eight, eight and four, eight and four. So, but I don't see us winning that game, honestly. I think that's a, I think no, we I lose agree. that game. If we're going to lose any games that I'm going to admit to, it's going to be the 49ers just because it's away West Coast. Uh, I know we discussed earlier that traveling east is a little harder than going west, but either way, I think it kind of does something to you, you know, just cognitively. Uh, but not that not that that's going to play a huge factor. I just think that well, going think, over there, and I think also the, the thing that might help us is the fact that this is a primetime game, right? And the Bills in primetime, I I don't know if if they just don't rise to the occasion, but I feel like in primetime we don't play as well. Um, I don't know, man. We just went to Dallas last year and whooped them. That was see, that is what makes it interesting. Like, I feel like this team is on a like is is ready to to be in the spotlight this year, and I'm really hoping that they are. And I'm hoping that, that every time that there's a primetime game, we win, and it shows this this country that hey, the Bills are a force to be reckoned with. They are legit, and they're not the laughing stock of the league anymore. Right. They, I mean, this is this is their time. This is what Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott have been waiting for. This is their opportunity. Uh, they've been talking about their process. They've been talking about implementing their culture. Well, trust the process. This is this is this is their time. Tom Brady's gone. The Bills have to come out of their shell of being this low market team that they need know, to capitalize. They they need to take this, and I, the fans need this. The city needs this. Buffalo needs this team to just make an impression on the rest of the world and show them that they're ready to do business and that they're a force to be reckoned with. I mean, I'm excited. I, I can't wait for this year. Yeah, this year is... is. I mean, we're only 12 games into the season Yeah, at this point, but yep. I'm super excited. Uh, the week after, we play in primetime again against the Steelers. Yeah, and... At sh- home. Shout out to our boy Aaron. Uh Sadly, you're going to lose this game, Aaron. <laughs> the Steelers aren't winning this game. No. Uh, we went into their place last year. We took over the Renegade song, and, you know, we just we soaked that whole situation up. Yeah. No, that I, I it's a different it's different this year than last year. I think this year we're going to blow them out of the water, but mm-hmm. that's because we're at home. Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers play better at home than they do away. I think that we're this game to me is going to be what clinches the playoffs for us again. You think so? Are oh, yeah. I think, I think we do. I think we do it to the Steelers two years in a row. Hey. And just shove it in their face. What a call out. I like that call. I'm actually excited to see how that pans out. But that defense isn't going to be anything to mess with, man. I mean, they got Minka Fitzpatrick, Mike Hilton, TJ Watt, Cameron Hayward. Uh, I mean, they got, they got guys all over that D that I think are going to really – they're, well, I mean, they're a physical and, and team, man. It's they're going to be a different team than we faced last year because they're. Ho- I mean, hopefully, it's against the real Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger and yep. Juju Smith-Schuster, yep. and James Conner on offense. Like, hopefully, it's the best of the yeah. They got. I only want the Bills to play the best that every other team has and, and win it, and and win, and then there's no there's no excuse. Yeah, because I know that for a long time, especially with the Brady stuff, there's always been. 
Well, you guys haven't beaten the Patriots with Brady playing. Well, I mean, last year they were all saying, even though we made the playoffs, that we had one of the easier schedules. They didn't, you know, that was a conversation going into the playoffs. Oh, the Bills' schedule is a little easier than the average team that's there. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I'm with you on that, man. I don't want anybody to have an excuse as to take credit away from this team because that's not what they're about. These guys work hard every day, and I'm sure yeah. every team does. But and you know what? I know that guys, like, guys are in the NFL for a reason, and that's what we all hear from people that, that, Give an excuse. Yep. Uh, they go, well, like, I mean, it, guys are quarterbacks in the NFL for a reason, but there's also a reason that they're the backup and they're not mm-hmm. the starter. Right. There's a reason that Duck Hodges was the third string quarterback behind Mason Rudolph and Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we know that Mason Rudolph's an asshole. Right. And uh, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger is... Uh, the old. man. He's, he's well, I he's like old. I like Ben though. Everybody's everybody's criticizing him right now on social media and stuff, but I'm I'm a Ben fan. He he shows up and he plays, man. He he puts that team in positions. A lot of people a lot of people don't like him because of his personal life. But well, aside from his personal life, if we're just talking football, then I he he does a great job on the field. Yeah, he does. And you know what? Um so Ben Roethlisberger being as old as he is and coming off of that elbow injury, it, it who's to say that he's going to come back and be the same player? It's going to be hard. And knowing that Duck Hodges isn't like... Steelers fans got behind him, but what choice did you really have yeah, to get behind yeah. him? Like, that was the only situation you had yeah. going for you. Honestly. And and Mason bad. Rudolph is, is a lunatic. <laughs> so... Guy got clocked over the head man, with a helmet last year. What a situation year. that was. Yeah, year, like man. the Steelers. I think that after Big Ben retires, the Steelers are going to be in trouble. They might be. They 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 very easily could. But who knows? Maybe things happen this year where somehow they're they're ending up in the top ten of the draft and they get their quarterback that way. You know, but yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think they get there. Probably not. I mean, when Big Ben's there, they're they're a good team. I. Unfortunately, they're a good team. They're not going to be an easy win at home, but I think we take this one away. I think we walk into week uh, 15. What do you think? I think we're in a playoff spot by week 15. So like 10 and what? 10 and 5? 10 and 4? Yeah, 10 and 5. Week. Or no, not 10 and Sorry, 10 and 10 4. 10 and 4. 10 and 4. Yeah. So we're, we're 10 and 4 going into week 15. Uh, and that takes us to the Browns away. Broncos. Broncos away. <laughs> I can't read anything. No, not just that. You can't focus on anything. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. I'm just playing. But yeah, the Broncos game, it, it says time to be a ter- time to be determined mm-hmm. online. Um, which is a little strange to me, but it's away. It's in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh you're going into mile high. I, I, I think we're winning this game. I think that the Broncos don't have a definitive quarterback yet, and it's going to be... You don't think Drew Locke's a definitive quarterback? For I him? don't, you know, I don't think he's proven himself enough yet. Okay. I, th- I think that he might, like, he's got talent. He's definitely got the intangibles to be a quarterback. And Yes, and they also, they brought in a couple receivers this year. In yeah. the draft, and it's it, it's going to be real, real interesting to see what the Broncos can do throughout the year. But I still think that we're going into their house and we're winning this game. We're yeah. shutting them down. Uh, I agree. Last time we played them was 2019. We won 20 to three last year. Uh, but we're definitely going to have to go in there with a different approach. I mean, because they did get some firepower on the outside and the wide receivers. They got Melvin Gordon this year and Philip Lindsay. So that's going to, I feel like 
they're going to be more of a spread offense and they're going to, they're going to spread out defenses this year. So as long as our guys hold their gaps and uh, control that run game, I think we're going to be all right in that game. Yeah. And it feels like the last few years, the only teams that compete us are the teams that can run the ball. Yeah. Especially when they spread us out. That's how I noticed they just spread us out and they gash us right up the middle. Yep. So we got to hope that our, the guys we brought in this year uh, in free agency and everything in this off season, we got to hope that they can uh, hold down that front and uh, stuff some of these big runners that we're going to be facing this year. So final week of December after the Broncos game, we're playing the Patriots in Foxborough. Mm. What do you think about that game? I think we sweep the Patriots this year. Really? Yeah. That would, nothing would make me happier in the entire world. I, I, I think, <laughs> I think we sweep the Patriots this year. Uh, Tom Brady played a, a huge, factor into that team man like honestly man last year i felt like we could have beaten the patriots both times that and it wasn't brady that beat us last year it was that defense and i'm that's what makes me nervous about the patriots this year is that that defense i know that they lost some key pieces up front a lot man they lost a lot of people but with that being said like it's the patriots yeah it's the patriots it's it's belichick and he as as much as i would love to sweep them that you can't count them out. It is Bill no, Belichick's you can't. team. He's the best coach in the history of the game, regardless of what anybody thinks. I'm a Bills fan, and it sucks to say, but it's the sad truth. He's the best in the business. He's been there the most. He's won it the most, and that's just the bottom line. Yeah. I uh, I think that we split with the Patriots this year. I don't necessarily have a specific week. Right. Like, whether it's home or away. I would love to win the home game. Yeah. Early in the season. Yep. Yep. And also, I think at this point in the year, we're already going to have a playoff spot clinch. So this isn't really going to be a uh, like a win or get in situation. Right. Right. Uh, which also makes like, I don't like going into week 16 and then week 17 going, we got to win these two games to, to make the playoffs. Otherwise, we're out. It, it'll be interesting with this whole new expanded playoffs that they're doing. Uh, I think that we're going to clinch a playoff spot a lot earlier. I think at this point it's going to be more about um, where we're seated. Yeah. Yep. And just the fact that, you know what? I want to beat the Patriots every time I play the Patriots, whether we're in a playoff spot or not. Yeah. So I want to see them win this game. I want to see them go in and play all their guys, whether they're in a playoff spot or not. Okay. All right. And then uh, to finish it up for week 17, they go and they play the, or we, the Dolphins come in and play us at home. I think that's a W easily for us. Uh, not easily, I should say, but it's just week 17. I, I mean, I guess if we're in, uh, we clinched a very high seed in the playoff spots and we're, there's a good chance that we lose kind of like last year. I mean, we yeah, didn't with really the Jets try game last, last year. year. So I could see that happening, but if it's something where we have to play to win and it, it could clinch a playoff spot, then I think that we definitely come away with this game. Who's our backup quarterback this year. Do you think is it oh. Barkley or is it from, you know, I, I don't really know because people are easy to, to judge Matt Barkley, but I think Matt Barkley has played a big role in Josh Allen's development. I agree. Far, as far as, you know, what, how he's, processing the game i know Derek anderson played a big role in that too but when he got injured that year his first year and he was on the sideline with matt while Derek was playing i mean that 
that helped him out. Honestly, I kind of want to see him keep all three. Me too. I wouldn't mind seeing all three. I yeah. think it'd be smart to see all three because then you got an experienced guy teaching two youngins, you know, like what's going on. It, regardless of what Matt ba- Barkley's done, he's been productive at some point. Well, also, and- Matt Barkley, uh, from what I've seen through uh, Bills Embedded yep. last year with that that episode with, uh, I, I can't remember what which episode it was, but he was out to dinner with uh, Josh Allen and Stephen Hauschka and mm-hmm. Micah Hyde. But yeah. like he, he seems like he's like him and Josh Allen have a really good relationship. And I, I wouldn't want to see them break that up. Yeah. I think Brandon Bean just picked up Jake Fromm because he was the best on the board. I don't, I know he's saying he, he's just clarifying that he's not taking Josh Allen's job and that he's going to compete with Matt. But I think Jake Fromm is the clear number three right now to start. And, that's only because Matt knows the offense. He's been in it. He knows Brian Dayball a little and he's, better. I mean, and let's be, so let's he's be a fair. He's won, well. He's also won games in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, he's won games in the NFL. So, so I mean, that Jets game for us that he did that was awesome when he came the, in the first uh, two years ago. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, yeah, that last, was great. So I mean, last year was kind of a disappointment from him. Yeah, but there could be worse than Matt Barkley in yeah. the league. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. I am happy that we have Matt Barkley as a backup, but Jake Fromm is going to bring in a little spice into that quarterback room. And I think it's just going to make everybody better in general. So who are you most excited about this year coming into the season? Like player wise? Yeah. Uh, I don't anybody veteran or draft pick. So like I said earlier, the right outside linebacker position is the biggest question mark to me. I know we signed AJ Klein and, I'm sure everybody's quick to assume that he's just going to get that starting role. It's good that he played in AJ Klein's played in this defense before. And so he's very familiar with the the playbook that Sean McDermott has that. So that's going yeah, in the language, right. the language of the defense. Right. But I, I like to keep an eye on my practice squad guys and guys they've kept over the years. And two guys that stand out to me are Tyrell Dotson and Corey Thompson. And Corey Thompson is always the first guy in when somebody goes down on that defense yeah. at the linebacker spot. So I'm actually really, really excited to see if Corey Thompson comes out of his shell and really pushes for that right outside linebacker spot. So if we're talking about who I think could potentially have a bigger breakout year for just on a personal goal standpoint it might be Corey thompson I, w- I would like to see him kind of solidify that role at right outside linebacker damn that's a deep pick bro yeah i know but for me my i mean i got two guys that i'm most interested in watching this year mm-hmm. uh one i obviously is josh josh allen, allen man. yeah because i wanted i just want to see him keep developing and the thing that got me most excited about him last year was that we saw him get better in every game right and you could see the progression through his through his play every week. Yeah, and it, it like I want to see the same thing. I want to see him by the time he gets to this Chiefs game. Yep, be on par right with Patrick Mahomes or even surpass him. And like I want like like I I am a huge Josh Allen supporter. Yep, same. Love Josh Allen, and I th- I think that he's gonna do everything he has to do. At all times to make himself better. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite qualities about him. Yeah. Um, the other guy that I'm I'm extremely excited to see this year is Zach Moss. Yeah. I I love new weapons. Mm-hmm. I love shiny new toys. And, and Zach Moss is that shiny new toy for the offense. And uh might be an unpopular opinion, but I think he might take over the starting role over Devin Singletary. I mean, I don't think there's gonna be a definitive starting role. I 
I think it's going to come down to situations. It's going to come down to where they are on the field, you know, the down, the yardage. Uh, but Devin Singletary proved last year that he has what it takes to be productive for this team. I don't think they're just going to rule him out. Uh, but, oh, no, I'm not ruling him out. But right, I, right, I'm, right. I'm saying I he think, might win. I think You're Zach, right. I think Zach Moss is, is going to be. He's a big guy. He's productive. He, I mean, I loved his, his uh, response. A reporter, somebody asked him, like, you know, how are you going to run or something like that in the NFL? He goes, well, if somebody wants to tackle me, they're going to have to make a business decision. And I was just like, Dude, wow. Yeah, when he said that, I was all excited. I mean, and he's all about Moss mode. So, hey, if I'm excited. He's, I mean, he's been compared to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, but I, he's a bowling ball, man. That dude can, he, he does. Yeah, he can move hard. pretty quick. Yeah, for, he's pretty quick. Too. So, and I'm also, you know, I'm really excited to see Gabriel Davis. I know we're getting, uh, you know, the Bills fans are caught up in the John Brown, uh, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley. But we got some guys on this back end of the order now who I think might come out and surprise you. Gabe Davis could be one of those guys, too. Yeah. I uh, When they drafted him, I was super excited. Yep. And you can see more about that, too, in that Bills Embedded series that they just dropped this year, talking to their uh, 2020 draft picks. Um, they, they show you around a little bit of how they operate there. So if you want to, check that out. And uh, so, yeah, Graham, so how do you uh, – Overall, what's our what's our end game record? You think our uh, our record going into the playoffs because I think that we're going to make the playoffs this year is going to be twelve and four. Okay, I agree. I like that. I like that yeah. record right there. I, I would see. Say the same. I just like I said at the beginning of the episode, guys, we made it to twelve wins somehow, some way, and I had no idea what you, I was man. even you saying at the, the beginning future, of the man. episode. Yeah, you can see the future. Well, you know what? Uh we want to thank you guys all for joining us today. Uh, we we hope that everyone out there is staying safe and trying to make their life a little better every day. And we know that things are hard, but we're hoping that you can check this out and become part of our family and, yeah. and enjoy the Bills and Buffalo sports with us. Um, if you guys are interested also, we have an Instagram page. It's woodbine underscore sports where you can check out us and our other podcast. And uh, we post at least two, three times a day on there with news about everything. Sports from in general. Yeah. Everything from F- F1 racing to uh, the NFL to the MLB to Soccer, the NHL. So, so if you if you guys are interested, check that out. Yep. Um, and like Graham said, we're happy to have you tag along. Uh, so... Thank you for tuning into the Buffalo binge and we hope to hear back from you later. Binge on. Binge on, baby.